Life's too short. Life's too damn short. With your fun fitness friend, Melanie Cole, MS. Well, you know, life is too short. And if you're somebody that works at home, the time kind of gets away from you. If you're, if you're a telecommuter and you work from home, sometimes the days meld into each other and you don't even, because you don't have to get up and go somewhere every morning. Maybe you just go to your basement or to your home office. And it seems like you do a lot more sitting than maybe if you were somebody who had to get up, go to your garage, warm up your car in the winter, go to work. So it seems like maybe you might get less exercise than you might otherwise. And we're going to talk about the ways that you can sort of counteract that if you're an at-home employee. And of of course, my favoriteest guest here, Grace D. Simone. She's National Group Fitness Director for Optum Company. So, Grace, when we talk about telecommuters, you and I were just talking about it. I'm one year one. And what can we do to keep ourselves? Let's give some really good usable tips today for people that can do something when they're at their home office because they don't have a boss giving them the hairy eyeball and looking at them if they just get up for a second. Well, it's true. There are no hairy eyeballs except for our own. And I think that the hardest thing to do when you're working from home is to stop working. Everybody that I know, myself included, because I do a a three-day telecommute, two-day in the office, the days that I telecommute, I start earlier, I work later, and I just continue to work. And it's right. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 3 o'clock. I'm still in my pajamas. I haven't brushed my teeth. And I would never do that on a day where I'm going in to the office. I'm on a schedule. So my... First tip for our telecommuting friends out there is get yourself on a schedule like you're going to work. Get up, put something comfortable on. Maybe you just put on fresh pajamas, but you change, brush your teeth, comb your hair, sit down so that you put yourself on a schedule and there's a sort of a beginning and an end. And I also have found that for me, now I'm in the New York metro area, so we have some of the wildest commuting times out there in the country. We tolerate a lot more commuting than many others, and my commute round trip is over three hours. If I, wow. if I commute into the office, it's 90 minutes each way. So if I take that time, I have three hours. I mean, I'm not going to work out for three hours, but all I need to, to glean from that is time to go for a walk or time to go to the gym. So I try and use those times. If I'm normally commuting at 7.30, 7.30, that's my workout time. So I'm building that into my day. Or if I want to start earlier, then I, I can work out later in the day. So the I think first- that's see, that the first best tip is really to make your schedule and plan it like you were going to go somewhere. Yeah, make it, find the opportunity. And we all, if you're a telecommuter, your day, I am sure, is very scheduled. So make time, schedule time to, to do stuff. If you have a half hour between, like, I'm on the phone most of the day, you're on, you're on, well, you're doing interviews most of the day, right? But in between, you might find, oh, there's 15 minutes, or there's a half hour. You can use that for an activity break, similar to being in the office and, oh, I'm going to, you're going to take a little break, you're going to have a coffee break. You can have an activity break. So, that's right. And it's so, and it, if you have the office set up or somewhere in your house, you have it set up where you can take that. So for me, my treadmill is very close. And so when I take those breaks, I get up from the microphone, I go on my treadmill, and I and I get as much in as I can before I have to go off and do something else. But, but through the day, I get usually an hour, 
maybe even sometimes an hour and a half if I'm lucky, to really get on that treadmill and make some time. But it's in many little increments because I don't have that strict hour and a half, but I do have many times during the day. And I'm telling you, it makes all the difference in how you, in, you can, you're more productive besides. Absolutely. You are definitely more productive. And small increments add up. So even if you have 10 minutes, one of the things that I do, and I'm doing it right now, is I'm on a cordless phone with a headset. I pace. I pace all day long. I'm home by myself. I pace from one room to the next, up and down the stairs, I, because I'm talking and I'm moving. So that's one of the things. I'm always up from my chair if I'm on a call and I don't need to you know, be in front of a computer or I don't need to be taking notes. I'm moving around. And that also, all of those things add up. They do, and the more movement you can do, because we know sitting is the new smoking. So so adding movement to your day, using those 10-minute breaks. Now, what about, you know, sometimes you're stuck in a meeting. Now, you are on your headset, so you can walk around during meetings. Me, sometimes I'm, I'm on a landline phone with a speaker, and there's 12 other people on the meeting. And so what do you recommend for people that have to sit on those meetings, even if we're in our pajamas, which always cracks me up? I know. That's why I have the tape over the camera, <laughs> just yeah. in case the camera yeah. goes on on the computer. So if, you're, if you are required to you know, sit and, and participate in the meeting, that's fine. But as you said, sitting is the new smoking. So the recommended time frame is every 45 to 60 minutes, get up out of your chair, lean back, open up the muscles that get contracted by sitting. So you're, you're really doing the opposite of sitting. If, and you don't have to be an exercise professional to figure this out. Just stretch the muscles that feel like they need stretching. Those are the ones. You'll hit them right. Lean back. Move your shoulders around. You can still do that and participate. There are also options now for standing desks that are becoming very popular. So that's another option if you have a desk that will convert from standing to sitting, you can also be standing and doing your work. And that also alleviates some of the the stress of sitting because even though you don't think of sitting being stressful, you sit for long periods of time, it becomes it, it becomes stressful for your body. It definitely does. And, and so it's not only a great idea to be able to do all of those things, but they say people who, you know, have the jitters or people who are you know, Fidgety. they move around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That they burn more calories. And so, you know, so it's not a bad idea to be somebody that does that. Now, what about things like monitor activity mm-hmm. with the wearables? You know, because that was like number one on Walt Thompson's fitness trends this yeah, year ACSM. for ACSM. Mm-hmm. So wearab- is, wearable technology is number one. And I would strongly recommend any kind of a technology that keeps track of what you're doing because it increases your awareness. Like, like we're saying, oh, my gosh, it's 3 o'clock and I've been sitting here, you know, in my zone. So whether it's a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, and what a lot of people don't realize is that if you have a smartphone, most of the smartphones, particularly the iPhone now, the, the new operating system will track your steps. You probably don't know. I always tell people this, and they go, no, it doesn't. I'm like, yes, it does. (laughs) It's over there. The thing with the little heart on it, the new operating system, all you have to do is turn it on, and it may already be on. It will track your steps for you. So, I mean, steps is a very, very basic, very easy one to track, especially if you're home and, like we're talking about, getting up and moving around. It, It does give you a barometer for how much movement you're getting. 
And we all know that 10,000 steps is the recommended dose. And I know Melanie and I, as fitness professionals, can attest to this. It's not easy to get to 10,000 steps without a plan. You really have to make carve out some time to get at least a good 30-minute walk-in or do your little, like, 10-minute walks a couple of times a day to get to 10,000 steps, especially if you are working from home. You do have to carve out some time to do that. It's so important. You have to cover out the time you you use those wearables because it does, it kind of keeps you accountable, lets you know. And now what about as you sit? Because posture, people, you see them sitting, just, there's a hilarious commercial with the woman sitting on the ball and she goes falling off the ball. But balance and posture are so important because if you are sitting at your desk and, you know, you, you're hunched over, you're looking at a computer, you're not getting good clear breath, you're not getting good clear air to your brain. And so it's, it's so important to either utilize good posture, work on your breathing, and work on balance at the same time. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got a, a few things here. One, and if you're working from home like I do, I work from the dining room table, not in the office where I actually have an appropriate desk because my kids have taken over that space. So if you, if you start looking at how your body is situated, there's a very easy rule of thumb that when you're sitting with your hands on the keyboard, your elbows should be at 90 degrees. And the keyboard and the, the screen should be eye level. So you shouldn't be looking down. And think about working from home. People work from the sofa, the coffee table. And if you get in those habits, the, the wear and tear on those muscles that are getting stretched over those muscles that are getting contracted will, will really take their toll. So you want a good setup where the screen is at the proper height. You can look at it if you even Google like ergonomic setup for a desk. You can find, you know, a picture and you kind of follow it along. There's great apps for this. You could hire an ergonomist to many companies have. We have ergonomists that work with our company that will come and set you up at a desk. Now, I do want to mention that you talked about a ball and a lot of people think it's totally cool to have a ball. But the thing about a ball is they're not for everyone. And if you have any postural deficiencies or muscular imbalances, sitting on a ball all day could exacerbate an issue that you might not even be aware of that you have. So it's like everything else, all good things in moderation and check with a professional before you, you know, go out and purchase the ball and think this is like the greatest thing since sliced bread. It might not really be appropriate for you. I can't even use one because I'm four foot ten, and no matter the biggest <laughs> ball I find, does not put me high enough at a desk. You go ahead and laugh at me, Grace. I'm sorry, I'm no, sorry. it's okay. It's a, the show's called Life Too Short, and so am I. And that's the whole fact. I can't sit on a ball because it puts me way down there. You're like, whoa! <laughs> they don't make little kid desks yeah. for you, you, you know. You created a very entertaining visual for me. Yes, thank you. So, I mean, so yeah, that's a really good idea. So now let's let's just finish up with some tips for telecommuters. And so we've talked about about breathing and posture and balance and fitness breaks and movement meetings and of course wearable technology, getting up every hour. And so let's kind of finish off with some stretches and really some great advice for those telecommuters. Okay, stretching. You're in my wheelhouse now. You want to stretch all of the things that are contracted. So when you're sitting, the, the, one of the big areas that we focus on are the hip flexors. So when you're sitting in a chair, 
the part of your body that's at 90 degrees, like right, right an inch or two below your hip bone, that is where your hip flexes, and that's literally what it does. It flexes the hip, and it's very, very easy for those muscles to get tight. And I always tell all the people that I work with and train, no matter who you are, whether you exercise all the time or you sit all day long, you all have tight hip flexors because that muscle is contracting all the time. So in order to stretch that muscle out, you can place both hands on your lower back where your back pockets would be, push your hips forward, lean back, cast your eyes up to the ceiling, and say, ah, and then return. I just did that. I just did it. I'm so glad. You could do it with me again. Put your hands on your back pockets, throw your hips forward, lean back, cast your eyes up, and say, ah. And that that is a very simple way to stretch out those tight muscles. The other area that gets super tight is the muscles for the chest. You can clasp your hands behind your back and raise your arms up. That'll stretch out the front of the shoulder. I'm doing it. Matt, I hope you're doing it. My producer, I hope he's doing it too. Because we got to, and then that also helps with posture because you're squeezing those shoulder blades and bringing them back. And, and that's the whole thing, Grace, is that we have to stretch because, and it feels good. So if you're somebody that just sits there at home and you're sitting there in front of your computer all day, stretching, your body like wants it. It feels mm-hmm. like it needs it, right? Because it's just all contracting. Everything's getting little. It's, it's very true. And when, whenever, I coordinate a stretch for people. I'll go into offices, or sometimes we even do them in the middle of our calls. And I I encourage all of you to adopt this habit that we have at Optum. For every hour, if we're running a call that's over an hour, somebody reminds, oh, it's time for a stretch break. And even though we're not just like we're doing now, everybody get up and stretch and move around. The permission that's granted for that, if you're in a work setting where people are sitting, to allow people the permission to get up. You know, sometimes you're like, I just can't sit here anymore. When you have an an environment that allows people to get up and move around, it will help to reduce a foggy brain. It stimulates your circulation. It's such a great thing, but that's a cultural environment. Now, if you're working at home, that's easy because you're your own culture and you create your own environment, right? So that's easy. But when when you do have opportunities to be with others, and even if you are doing phone meetings, encourage your um, your colleagues to do that. Start it is so imp- and start a trend. I love that you guys have like sort of an, a little alarm that says it's time to get up and and everybody take a stretch break. And that's what good employee relations are about. And if you're a telecommuter, then maybe you don't have that opportunity, but yet you have a better opportunity because then nobody is looking at you sideways as you get up and jump around and do weird things in some kinds of an office. But that is great advice. So telecommuters, people who are listening from their homes and people who don't have to get up and go out into the weather every day, yay for those of us that don't. (laughs) But it does take away a little bit of our fitness ability to have to get up and go do those things. So Grace Simone told you, get up, make a schedule, brush your hair, brush your teeth, put on clothes, use your your fitness equipment, take little breaks, take breaks every 45 minutes, stretch, have movement meetings, 
just basically jump around whenever you can. And I'm just going to add and don't sit and eat at your desk because whether you're at work or a telecommuter, just don't do it. You get food all over your keyboard and it makes you sit there and eat. So if you are going to take your lunch break and you do work from home, go and eat at your table and do it like you would do if you were in an office. Don't be eating at your desk. It's not good for anybody. So that is what we're talking about today. Telecommuters, you know, and fitness and ways that you can get healthy. And remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. Rate and review because that's how like-minded people get involved and we can all get involved in this together. And of course, when we're doing shows with the American College of Sports Medicine, we are motivating and performing because that's what they do. So keep your eye out for more of these shows because boy, we have so much fun. This is Melanie Cole. Life's too short. It's just too way short. This is Radio MD. Stay well.